I cannot focus because I've been trying to open up this document for like two or three minutes now. <laughs> I keep getting distracted. <laughs> I just got done doing my uh, writing my angel notes. So I'm like, okay, oh yeah, Spartacus, okay. <laughs> Oops, no, wrong podcast. <laughs> I opened up Sensate Notes. Um, <laughs> I was just listening to the police scanner and uh, uh, they had, there's a medical call because someone accidentally shot himself in the foot. <laughs> Nice. Fun, fun, fun. You know people who don't accidentally shoot themselves in the foot? Who don't have guns. <laughs> they only proverbially or figuratively shoot themselves in the foot. But no actual uh. foot damage. Okay. I think this is still Spartacast, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So while we're here... It is every other month or so. Yeah. So... Today we're here to discuss the final two episodes of Spartacus Gods of the Arena. So, to, oh yeah, we, we're Robin's here. <laughs> oh hey. <laughs> so right off the bat, why is it named Gods of the Arena? Is it just a badass name? <laughs> yeah, they're like gods of the arena. Did they say the phrase somewhere in the helpful will? <laughs> yeah. They're like why is it gods of the arena? Because they're like gods of the arena. I don't okay. know. I don't know why they called it that, because they're, like, larger than life. I don't know. So, Robin, didn't you just start a, a new, um... Sorry? Just a lot of banging. Things things happening. Yeah. Not gunshots, fortunately. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> not gunshots. Yeah, so, Robin, didn't you guys start a new series on your podcast? And what is the podcast, by the way? <laughs> oh, uh... uh we don't want to wait. Yeah, um, the binge cast I do with stuff, and uh, yeah, we just started uh, Smallville on July fourth, appropriately, because yes. uh, America, and we just finished the first season. So that's that's what a binge cast is all about. And Smallville, that's the one that stars Sarah Jane Redman, right? And then a bunch of kids. It starts surging Redman. What Sarah Jane Redman? <laughs> oh, Sarah Jane Redman. I was like, it's it's surging Redman. I was well, like, I, I gotta see what's happening thing. outside. Uh, put in this podcast and hold for just a sec. Okay. It does not star Sarah Jane Redman. I wish she was more of a part of the show. It, it starts Tom Welling. <laughs> yeah, that's what's the show that. Oh, I can't see anything. I don't know. I know a lot of people because of Spallville and Lost yeah. and Heroes of uh, online fandoms and podcasts. So. Yeah, kind of. Started yeah, I always had this. Yeah, and and you know, I didn't even start watching until uh, the fifth or sixth season, and like oh. the summer before that, I like just watched all the DVDs by myself. So I started. Yeah, I started watching right before season two because I heard about this. I think it, I think that's how I found out about it. I heard about this podcast that was being produced in my town called Starkville's House of L. Um, I think that's what they didn't I, start to like season five, right? Really? I thought they like, started. Well, maybe not. Maybe maybe they were doing like the video show because I never saw the video show. That's before. right. That's right. No, I just heard about it from people and wanted to start watching it, so I went on. IRC and <laughs> found the episodes. There's no way. This is 2002, so there's no way other yeah. way to get them. I started listening to House of Bell in 2006. That's right. Yep. Same here. I 
like raced through it all and then discovered podcasts at the same time and then discovered that there was a podcast for that. And I, that was the same summer I discovered Jay and Jack. So that's. Did Steven and Knight work on Smallville? Yep. Yeah. Speaking Here's of- your connection. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was my segue from the beginning. <laughs> it's like we gotta- he also worked on Angel, which is another uh, podcast that he Redemption cast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It also worked mm-hmm. on Daredevil, mm-hmm. which is. Uh- <laughs> oh, yeah. Defenders. That used to be on there. Yeah. Uh, I just guessed. <laughs> well, you know, these connections aren't that surprising since we do podcasts for every television show ever released. So <laughs> no wonder there's connections to our yeah. previous another podcast. I said I wouldn't do any more podcasts about TV shows, but my friend really wants to do one and he wants me to help him. So I may be dragged back into every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. Well, one. Huh? What show? Um, what show? Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Which I actually enjoy watching, actually. But maybe it's because I watch it with someone and we talk about it while we're doing it. They've had how many seasons? Uh, They're in season three. So it's time to start a podcast then, huh? Yeah. But he's going at it from like a different angle than just like traditional recap and stuff. Anyway, maybe that'll come along. Maybe not. Hey, I have a zombie podcast, too. Yeah. Uh, The iZombie podcast, (laughs) Robin Steph. (laughs) <laughs> Robin has a podcast about everything. <laughs> Matt, do you have any fun historical facts about this? I do. Thank you for asking, Will. <laughs> it's in my script. Mulsum. <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> they mentioned Mulsum a couple times. Yeah. It's a Canadian beer. So this is what we should expect since we invited you onto the podcast. <laughs> I have right here. Tullius is back with a six pack of Molson. <laughs> I was thinking they're saying muslin, you know, that blank fabric that they use on Project Runway to drape their dresses over. Uh, is there a podcast for that? For Project Runway? Yeah, we should start one now. It could be called Work It. Or, <laughs> isn't that what he says? Isn't that what Tim Gunn says? Make it work. Oh. We'll call it Make It Work. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because like. 15 seasons into that show, that's another good time to start a podcast. <laughs> supposed to wait till the show's over and then podcast about it when it's irrelevant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balsam. In the ancient world, most wine produced was bitter because wild grapes weren't as sweet as the hybrid grapes used today. To sweeten the wine, Romans added honey. To make wine more acceptable for regular consumption, they also diluted it with water. The result was a sweet and refreshing drink with very little alcohol, a bit like spiked punch. Oh, so you could just drink it all day, all day long. The process of making mulsum dates back thousands of years. Each culture since ancient times seemed to embrace the simple and rustic nature of this drink, adding their own special touches, yet keeping the authentic characteristics intact. The ancient recipe for mulsum is fairly simple, doesn't require any cooking. There are more exotic recipes later which included certain peppery spices and a lengthy fermentation process. But the most popular mulsum contained just three ingredients, wine, honey, and water. Often freely dispensed to the plebes at public events to solicit their political support. Marcus Varelius Martalius, well, you would know him uh, as Marshall. He was a Roman poet. He wrote that the best quality mulsum was mixed with Attic honey, and it was suitable to be poured by Ganymede himself, the cupbearer to Zeus. Lucius Judas Modus Columella was the most important. You know him too. 
was the most important writer on agriculture of the Roman Empire. He wrote that the dregs of the wine press should be given to the livestock, for they contain the strength both of food and wine and make the cattle sleek and of good cheer and plump. When soaked in water and allowed to ferment, the grape skins and stalks left in the vat also produced Laura, a thin, bitter brew allocated to slaves. Soldiers and the urban poor usually drank little better. Ancient Romans later refined wine production by introducing barrels and cultivation techniques, which enhanced its properties and tastes. This led to widespread production, making wine a popular beverage throughout much of the ancient world. So he brought he brought over some watered-down shit that you give out uh, to plebes. Nothing special. Fine. Just yeah. to make the plebes happy and do what you want them to do. Just, just give them some wine. Well, it's like a session beer. that you just You can drink it all day long because it's so low alcohol. <laughs> Here's a, I'll put a picture of it in our Skype chat for our podcast listeners. Too bad. Go on the internet. You can find a picture. Oh, it says it's removed. Oh, that was a mistake. Looks very refreshing. Looks kind of like blood orange juice. Little orange slices in it. Mm, I don't know about the orange slices. Three cups lukewarm water, one cup red wine, one whole cinnamon stick, one whole nutmeg, one teaspoon of whole cloves, five tablespoons of raw honey, slice of orange or lemon, each glass optional. And you just mix it in like a big pitcher. Then you stick it in the refrigerator for 24 hours. And then when it's ready, you remove the spices. Just pour it in a glass. Add your orange slice. There's your party drink, Molsum. When Will has us over to his apartment, he's going to serve us Molsum. We're going to take milk baths. And then there'll probably be an orgy, I assume. <laughs> wow. No, I wouldn't really want to plan this. Depends how watered down that Molsum is. If it's if it's really watered down, I'm just not going to be as impressionable. Okay, you gotta make sure it's strong though. <laughs> I gotta have spoons too. Was there a guy getting fucked by a spoon at one of the on one of the orgies? <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Maybe use two cups of water instead of three. Okay. Or right, yeah. Uh, do we want to get Robin's opinion of the prequel season Robin. so far? You know he's been putting off oh, watching yeah. it. I guess he was busy. Now he's probably watched all six. Oh no no! I, I I I as soon as I saw like a I would see like a an episode would be released I'd watch it and I it'd probably be like all of a sudden I see it show up in my podcast I'm like oh there's two more I have to watch I gotta so uh, I mean it wasn't that hard to <laughs> catch up um, but uh, no I mean at first I think as as it got started I was like this is pointless I don't care. <laughs> And but I'm also like uh, awarding them some sort of like, you know, patience because it's just a terrible situation the show is in because its star is in a really horrible situation. So yeah, um, so you know, I I'm like okay, so what what can they do with this? This is interesting, and uh, I think by these two episodes at the end here, I think it made it made it worth my while there's some pretty epic shit that got dropped in this these yeah. two episodes i think got to see the origins of a lot of stuff we saw in season one yeah they were jokey i don't know if they were um serious but well they were asking you know will we see some of these people who died in flashbacks and Stephen knight was saying you know i love some flashbacks this um a flashback got turned into a six episode prequel series so i wonder if this <laughs> makes me wonder how they would have planned on Introducing like Gannicus, because I mean, maybe if he had been yeah. in a flashback or it would have been some other way. Spoiler alert, I don't know, it's a history spoiler. So, yeah, Gannicus will be. Well, yeah, that, and that's almost like a, a spoiler for the conversation because um, 
But since we are talking about both episodes, yeah. I mean, I was this entire time going, how is this guy going to get killed? And it's going to be like, I don't know, super tragic. Like, is, is Animaeus going to take him down? Um, or is it going to be something crazy like Crixus ends up taking him down, but, you know, out of this kind of like gladiator jealousy thing that Crixus seems to have. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, you know, or is it just going to be some sort of like monstrous thing that Quintus does, you know, and I was waiting for it. But uh, I was very surprised to see, uh, that I, you know, I was like, oh, he must be showing up later. Okay. <laughs> okay. First episode is called Reckoning. Uh, originally aired February 18, 2011. Written by, uh, directed by John Fawcett, who co-created a show you may have heard of called Orphan Black. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also directed Xena, Da Vinci's Inquest, and Lost Girl. Oh, favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's written by Brent Fletcher. Uh, last night I was rewatching this episode for the podcast and somebody on Twitter retweeted a John Fawcett tweet into my timeline. So I was like, hey, coincidence. <laughs> but Orphan Black was on at the time. So yeah. um, there's a commentary by Stephen DeKnight, Lucy Lawless, Brent Fletcher, and John fucking Hannah, as he introduced himself on the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, Brent Fletcher play? Uh, he's the writer of this episode. Oh, oh okay. He plays a writer. Yeah, he plays a writer. He plays a pretty good writer. Yeah. Mm. Pretty, I watched a couple. After episode, I watched these yeah. episodes, I watched two of the special features. I watched the blooper reel. And ah, nice. <laughs> then uh, on set with Lucy Lawless was what it was called. And John Hanna and Lucy Lawless are adorable. They are so <laughs> cute and funny. And that's another thing about this prequel series is like, you know, they're moving on to the, with the story. And then all of a sudden, John Hanna and Lucy Lawless probably got a call like, hey, guess what? <laughs> yeah. You're not dead. We need you back. <laughs> the features on this Blu-ray set are really nice. Yeah, I need to go back and watch them. I've been you know, putting them off, but. I'm going to do what I did with the Game of Thrones Blu-rays. I'm going to just rip the episodes off the discs and make into little video files and put them on my phone. So when I'm at work, I can listen to the commentaries as though they were podcasts. But then periodically, if I want to, I can look at the phone and see like, oh, that's the scene they're on. Yeah, <laughs> It's a good way to watch commentaries because otherwise I'm when I'm home, I'm not wanting to watch commentaries. I want to watch other stuff. So. Yeah. Just be sure <laughs> to cover up your phone when you're watching. <laughs> your yeah, I just I turn them into pseudo podcasts okay um so there's this dream scene at the beginning with melita and ganicus oh, yeah. do you think it was real or did you know from the beginning it was a dream i knew it was a dream for like jump yeah. <laughs> i could just tell the yeah. way that they were going at it um previously they were very reserved about their feelings for each other so it just felt like so abrupt that i was like oh it's a dream yeah and the extended version of this scene that they um, cut short, they like went, they were like fucking all out into the arena and the gladiators were watching and Badiata starts masturbating while he's watching them. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they cut that out. Did he put her like on a wheeled cart and just like bang her into the like down the hall <laughs> up the stairs? I mean, so he had somebody uh, pushing the wheelbarrow <laughs> while they were like at each other. That would have been hilarious. Just be fucking in a wheelbarrow and someone's just carting them around town. Yeah. Thanks, Crixus. Hey, no problem. Dude. I'm the best gladiator, though. Okay. 
this <laughs> this whole prequel series is kind of like the origin of Crixus's meathead look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just six episodes to get him a haircut. Yeah, shade, yeah. yeah. It, it, it makes him look more powerful though. He looks kinda like kinda like a like a loser with the, the long hair. You know, no offense to long haired people, but Well the, what makes him look like a loser is that his jaw is always hanging open. He's his mouth agape <laughs> yeah. thing. And it's I guess that's the way he holds himself too, yeah. He he d- yeah. There must be an acting choice because season one Crixus wasn't like that. Yeah. He got a um you know, this haircut gave him confidence. Yes. Call it the the reverse reverse Samson. Samson. Oh, nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, high five through the internet. (laughs) Uh, We see the Lucy, Lucretia, the origin of her red wig that she wore in the first season. Yeah, that was cool. That was Gaia's wig. I don't know. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, yeah, all right. Um, No. Still they don't like, really put a huge pin on it, but I, she picks that wig up, and you know it's Gaia's wig, and then it's like you start thinking, oh, wait a second, she wore a red wig in this season? Wow, that's interesting. Later on, she put it on right um, when you know they were about to leave, or they are giving, I guess they were giving their ultimatum to leave the Ludus, or whatever. Wow, this, this is all about power hair, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's having a power hair choice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe just these two. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So shit going this, down. I was just gonna say that this dream that they had is better than the dream that I had the previous night about Donald Trump. Let's, let's just look oh. at that. Yeah. Basically, in my dream, you fucked he, him into the arena. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, re- he, refused to, he refused to do an interview standing up. Uh, because he, he's so lazy, he just wants to sit. That was uh, kind of the oddly. That was like the point of the dream. <laughs> that he's rude and he doesn't and lazy. <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't know why I needed a dream to tell me that. Last dream I remember, I was working for Chris Pratt at Dunkin' Donuts. He was my boss. Nice. Oh, and he made me like top chef, and I was like, I don't know anything about cooking donuts. He was like, Yeah, but you get things done. Oh my that's God. all I remember. I love Chris Pratt. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you love donuts. So I do. I, do. I don't know. Which do I love more? Donuts or Chris <laughs> Pratt? I have to think about that. Uh, so there's all I don't these... have any dreams to share. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there's I all- was oh, curious. Ahead. I'm going to interrupt you again. Well, um, Dagan is picking up words and he says to Asher that soon you will not be needed to be my translator. So I was curious uh, the beginning of episode five, like what is Asher going to do about this guy? Like he, I expected to, for him to arrange some way that his friend would get killed or he would kill him because we know he's not around in season one. So. Yeah, I was I was definitely confused because, yeah, it's true. He's not around in season one, but I'm thinking this entire prequel. I'm like, okay, so we're going to find out how Crixus ends up hobbling him. And like episode five, I'm confused because he's got this aggression with uh, Dagan and uh, he really doesn't talk to Crixus at all. (laughs) So it's like, how is this? Maybe they're not going to show it. Hmm, That's interesting. Mm. But I was that would be lame. Uh 
Pun intended. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> if you're gonna make puns, you gotta commit to them. Okay. <laughs> so, Daddy Badiatis, Til, uh, Titus. Yes. He wants to have a tournament to rank everyone because you know everybody has to rank everything. <laughs> that's that's a pet peeve of mine and nerddom. Like everybody wants to rank everything anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so Asher's getting his butt kicked throughout the whole thing, right? He, he just asked Dagan, like, just just don't make a fool out of me. Yeah. yeah, through a lot of these shoots, I was like, I'd love to know what Asher's actually saying to Dagan. I mean, unless there's subtitles on your Blu-rays and not on Netflix. Like, all those scenes where Asher's talking to Dagan, it, there wasn't any subtitles for me. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> so hmm, maybe maybe recall. that was just Netflix. I don't know. And I wonder if Netflix gives you the extended versions of the episodes. I'm pretty sure Amazon does because I watch them. I watch them on Amazon first, and then oh. when I take notes, I watch them on Blu-ray. The commentary. He, he said Netflix. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Netflix. I was. I'm watching them. On Netflix, I know. So. I know. I'm just saying Amazon has them. All right then. <laughs> Are we going to have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Take it into the arena, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tilius. Oh, Tilius. Screw this guy. So I, like I how knew that. Who's Tilius? He's the one. Tullius. Tullius. That's right. Because yes. at first I might He's the one that gets Phantom Dennis later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said they wanted Papa Badiatis to, you know, stand up. No, not to roll over for him, even though Tellius is higher station, which was cool. That would be the only time I liked Papa Badiatis in this episode. Yeah. He wants, uh, he wants Quintus and Lucretia to divorce. And I just have this big, like, why? Why? But. You know, even though I don't understand why that is, maybe it's just a simple like, oh, she's below your station, yada yada that's, yada. I think that's it. Uh, okay. And the whole um, turning their house into a sex palace was not uh, becoming of her. It was beneath huh. their family to do that. Like, oh. I thought it was like normal back then. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody's banging. <laughs> the parties are yeah. like there. And so we got the word orgy. <laughs> And I love the, the, you know, Quintus is telling Salonius about it. And Salonius is like, hey, listen, if you're going to part with her and if we're cool, <laughs> like, I will be happy to hit that. You know, <laughs> I will take care of her. <laughs> what do they say on um, Calabrese Fashion Guys? He needs to cloak his shit. <laughs> like, he needs to, like, yeah. I'll make it so obvious. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So during that gladiator off, uh, I, I did like the transitions, how like there's like two people fighting and then all of a sudden it turns and it's like the, and now that person's fighting another person and then it just yeah. keeps switching back and forth. That's one of my and notes, really, actually, is that the editing in that sequence was really well done. Yeah. And I thought, again, I also thought it was really cool how like one person got their mouth smacked and the blood splattered out and it landed on a shield, but it was the shield of another two fighters and yeah. vice versa. <laughs> like they, they took that, the great combat that, that they can do, but parsed it down to like a minute and it was really well done. And I realized the two moves I have to learn if I'm going to fight in the arena is the slow motion jump and chop mm-hmm. and the slow motion kick to the chest. 
If you Ooh. get those two down, you're good. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of kicking in the chest. So much. Not good, not good. <laughs> so Lucretia and Badiatis argue at one point, and he says, he said he messes up and says the wrong thing. Like, you can't give me any children. And oh, that pretty girl. much starts Lucretia and Crix's, their little affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it's funny how that all starts because you see, you see Crixus noting, like seeing Gannicus and Melita looking a little like, I think she, he caught like her hand on his. Um, and he's just kind of looking at them like, like, Oh, you can hook up with slave girls here. Like <laughs> That's awesome. And, um. And then, you know, because we know what's good, what happens with him in Navia later. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and it just f- follows the tradition of, you know, this is a place where you can fall in love with the slave that you're forced to have sex with for one reason or another. <laughs> like, it's a theme of the show. <laughs> you know, because uh, Gannicus and Melita are falling for each other. And then Lucretius, you know, falls under um, Crixus. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, well, Lucretius- no, I actually un- understood a lot of what Daddy Badiatis was saying, his motivations. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I don't think he was cruel. I, I think he really he wanted what was best for his family and his son. Um, and just didn't happen to like uh, Lucretia. But the threat to their marriage, it's funny how that the threat to that marriage and how like they seem to just be like sad and, you know, that they're going to be split apart. You, you're kind of like, oh, man, these guys, I hope they work it out. <laughs> like, oh, those I, crazy I feel, kids. I feel bad for these two evil monsters. These horrible people. <laughs> but this is before. Yeah. yeah they're a little tamer here. Yeah. So you could say that daddy forced them to become crueler people. And yeah. If not for him, then Lucretia would not feel guilty about needing the child. She would not have had the affair with Crixus. Yeah, true. And that power hair. That power hair, yeah. She was kind of disgusted by Crixus at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That all changed. Feel you there. Yeah. Gross. The haircut. Close <laughs> <laughs> your mouth. Close <laughs> your mouth. I guess the haircut <laughs> made her, you know, turned her on some. <laughs> they joked about it. I kind of noticed it myself about how quickly Crixus was ready like once he once he took his I was like he must have already been ready to you know to go in yep this is Lucy Lawless you know? yeah <laughs> how could you not be ready that's a good point <laughs> and ready <laughs> <laughs> some of my abbreviations are I keep right I have the word tit written Multiple places. I think I was supposed to be Titus. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Tit praises Animaeus. Tit starts coughing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely Titus. There wasn't a breast on screen coughing. <laughs> uh, uh, but this, is this the first time we see the Ludus in this prequel? Like when they when Quintus nearly beans his dad? Oh, the new arena. Yeah, that's the first time I yeah. think they've been in. S- like, I didn't what? realize that. Wait, I was that's like, the I thought, old one. That's the old one? I don't know. They all look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment, though, when 
they were on the balcony of the Ludus and the camera swiveled around from the training floor to the balcony and it showed Capua in the background, like either a CGI or matte painting. But yeah. either way, it actually looked really good. Yeah. The budget seems higher this season than the first season, mm-hmm. though still not great. Like there's a moment later where they carry somebody out and in, in the arena, the Coliseum or whatever it is. And it, it's still so fakey looking. Asher blinds Dagan. What a sneaky little guy. <laughs> you love you know, he's working that. with what he has. Yeah. He's not as big as the other guys. He's not as good of a fighter, but he's smarter. So why not? Why not do that? What do you say? Asher fucking. Oh, sorry. I'm stealing quotes. Whoa. Quotes careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So after. Um, Okay, two things in the commentary. So after uh, Badiatis gives his father the piece of wood, they think that he knew, father knew what Quintus was thinking you know, about bashing him over the head. Do you guys think he realized what you know Quintus was thinking about doing? I hope so, because it's pretty <laughs> obvious. <laughs> oh, oh, this wood in my hands? Oh, yeah, I meant to give it to you. Yeah. Happy birthday. What do you do Thanks. with your son? So I, what am I supposed to do with this? Thank you. I'd probably call attention to it. You know, I'd say like, "Hey, just so we're on the same page here, something was about to happen just now. Yeah, like, you're about to <laughs> kill me. What the fuck? I just want to know. We're like, I'm your dad. Are we good? <laughs> Are we good now? Are we good now? Yeah. And after Lucretia did it with Crixus, and she, you know they have the bath scene later. <laughs> Um, Lucy Lawless. Was, oh, you guys. Yeah, Lucy <laughs> Lawless was. <laughs> she was saying. You know, consider- I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> uh, I was just. I was just saying that was. Uh, uh, it, it, I felt so it, so. it was so weird because it's like I felt so bad for them during that scene, yeah. uh, coupled with the fact that they're both like you know completely n- naked. So you know. <laughs> I was just like, all right, so how am I supposed to feel during the scene? Like, titillated or? Sorry for them. Or... Sorry for them. I, just, I guess I can't compose. I mean, I'm I, I'm an adult and still cannot compose myself in front of a bare set of boobs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. Um, yeah, they were say, uh, Lucy Lawless at least would say, you know, I don't think she would get in the um, bath because... You know, she wouldn't want it to run out of her. It's like, uh. <laughs> and, you know, the men. Huh? Were, what? She, you know, you wouldn't <laughs> want the semen to wash out. And the men were Does like, that- you know, we wouldn't uh, think about that because we're men. But she was like, yeah, I think I think she said, you know, rape victims, they tell them not to, you know, take a shower. Because that, I mean, that's your first instinct. But tell them not to shower because you want to be able to collect evidence. And I was like, wow, something I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, I suppose. But how far, how long ago, like, how was the time gap there? Yeah, yeah, probably not too long because it was. Also, it's basically a hot tub. And don't you get, like, pregnant super easily in hot tubs? That's a joke. <laughs> I know that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Is this a bread makes you fat uh, conversation? Bread makes you fat? Uh yeah. Oh, I don't get that reference. But oh, it's Scott Pilgrim. Sorry. So Gannicus has been. Well, they so... don't know things back then, you know. <laughs> we're much. 
more hip to things. Yeah, they than... don't know anything. They didn't know anything. Maybe that's why she has trouble getting pregnant, is that every time she has sex, she takes a shower and goes to the tub. <laughs> she's not really infertile, she's just... Huh. Super clean. Always super clean. <laughs> um. ABD. Always be douching. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ADB, uh, um, ADB means something else in the Android programming world, but now always be douching is going to be stuck in my head. So thank you. Um, I've never heard the word subligaria before, so we should all work that into our vocabulary. What's that mean? Underpants, basically. Oh, really? It says remove your subligaria. (laughs) I mean, it could be referred to a specific kind of undergarment. But, you know, we're not wearing loincloths. Yeah. So. Those guys must have been so happy when they figured out, like, the elastic band. You know how tedious it is to wrap yourself up after you go to the bathroom or whatever. Just, you know, it's nice to have a nice elastic band. Pull your stuff up. You're done. You're out. Yeah. Absolutely. Or uh, not wearing any underwear. Yeah. Well, you got it with the loincloth, right? Oh, uh, true. <laughs> you got to wear something. It's like if you don't wear loincloth. It's a loincloth is your underwear, right? They don't wear pants at all there, do they? <laughs> if you go to uh, the museum, <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the Museum of London from between the 25th and the 28th of August, you can go to Gladiator Games. Join us for a live-action spectacle for all the family as gladiators return to battle in the Guildhall Yard. Suitable for all ages. Contains violence. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Medieval times should really like do a gladiator night. Like, oh, this is night we get to dress up like gladiators rather than all that. Uh, armor. Well, they should do it at like Caesar's Palace and oh yeah, yeah Las true. Vegas. They should basically that final scene in uh, episode six with the Ring of Fire. They should stage that and do it like yes. performances nightly. <laughs> it's a hedonistic town. They'd appreciate the violence and the sex. Mm-hmm. One day I was going to the gym and I passed by a bunch of people like dressed in loincloths. And this is, you know, out in the suburbs. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this was happening like in downtown Portland somewhere. <laughs> but I was like, where are these people going? It's not like there are schools or anything like that nearby. I don't know. I mean, this was, and it's also like during the middle of the day. Who knows? Just wearing loincloths, huh? Yeah. Uh, Millennials. Fucking millennials ruining everything. (laughs) (laughs) They're ruining loincloths. Those millennials and their loincloths. Loincloths were cool until millennials started wearing them. It's Portland. (laughs) Keep Portland weird. Um, So, so Diona escapes while Mm -hmm. some stuff is happening. Navia helps Diona escape. She's all cry and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> well, she I was... knew she'd get killed. I, uh, I I thought it'd be that episode though, but I was pretty certain that we would that she would end up strung up or something, and that her friend would see her, and that and then actually that they'd say, and we caught her stealing money from Gaia, this dead noble Roman woman. Mm-hmm. Well, that part didn't happen, but she still got got. I'll save my story for when we discuss it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> The Crixus does beat Ganicus, who allows him. Ganicus lost on purpose, so Crixus is now champion. Did he lose because he still feels guilty that he 
point that Doctor is wife, or is there something else going on? I'm not sure why he lost. It looked like he was just distracted. You're saying it was a conscious decision? Um, yeah, I'm not really sure if it was. He just doesn't want to be champion at this point. He oh, because he knows that if he loses, he's going to be sold. But if he wins, he gets to stay. He just doesn't want to be there. Oh. Yeah, at this point, you know, I'm still waiting to see how Asher gets hobbled. I, I, I wrote down, like, where is Asher in these rankings? Like, I'm assuming you see people fighting against each other until finally one emerges victor. But I didn't see Asher actually get beaten. So. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about Asher until the very final battle. And I was like, oh, are we finally going to get to see that? <laughs> also, how did how does Jack get those tattoos? <laughs> there was an old lady like has a hammer. <laughs> as a <laughs> Lucretia set it up. A lady called Biling, and you went to <laughs> um, just all the callbacks to other shows. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the whole poisoning, I it was funny because Lucre- uh, Lucre- uh Titus was coughing and coughing and you know and finally like collapses and i wrote such timing and then i'm like oh wait <laughs> there's <laughs> something going on here it's not just the show being like predictable it's you know you know that's what i thought too i was like well lucretia don't worry about killing him he looks like he's dying of natural causes yeah. anyway because it's been going on for so long yeah. so when it, we finally got the exposition dump because that's what it was uh and that i didn't really like but Oh, like that's that's clever. Like it it tricked me. I actually thought that he was legitimately sick. Yeah. They said something about like he doesn't like this climate or like Quintus or something like that. Yeah. All those times she was giving him wine, I was like, she's poisoning him. I was like, didn't want to say. You know what really surprised me was the the fact that Melita gets the wine too. I I didn't even realize that she brought some of Lucretia's wine to go drink with Canicus. Yeah, I didn't either. I had to rewind that part and be like, wait, I mi- let me see the scene where they telegraph that. And they didn't really. It was That was really subtle. Yeah. Probably if they had put more of a point on it, we would have suspected something. Mechanicus That's- looking over at the bottle when she's choking, that was pretty... <laughs> that wasn't subtle. <laughs> like he looked at the bottle. <laughs> Well, when she's choking, but I thought, yeah. you know, if they if they make a big presentation about how she's carrying the wine and she's like, look what I, sn- I snuck away from Lucretia, this wine that we're not supposed to drink. Would you like me to pour you some of this wine? And he goes, no, thanks. Well, I'm going to drink some of this wine now. And then they do like a big zoom in on the, on the, the jug. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, there's something wrong with the wine. But they didn't do anything uh, like that. So when it happened, you're like, oh, she must have drunk the wine. But when? Well, <laughs> So I went back and I looked and I and I saw it happen. But I like how um, Titus is telling Lucretia, like, maybe you're not as bad as I thought you were. And she's like, oh, I am worse. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. The director told her she fun. was doing too much Xena in the episode and did not do so much Xena. So, <laughs> so she stopped yelling, ay, 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 as what he was dying. Say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. great show why don't you podcast about that robin and or will no <laughs> no more podcasts one episode was enough <laughs> great show it is it really it really has good moments 
if someone wants to do that, I'll watch along with you and send feedback. But, um, all right. I liked when Gannicus got when airborne after he got distracted. Yeah. And later on in the arena, that happens. So it's like, oh, it's good. He's getting like the practice in. <laughs> I'd say like my favorite, my my final thought of this episode is I like the how the dream kind of comes back at the end. You know, she's there's. She's like laying there with an explosion of blood where so now she's laying there uh, with explosion of blood coming out of like her mouth. What kind poison. of poison does that? Um, bad, bad poison. I don't know. <laughs> Probably like rat poison or something. Like a, some sort of pesticide. Uh, then it reminded me of that. Um, I think it was in Pakistan where that guy bought all these sweets from a, a bakery for his family event and they didn't know that the sweets had been laced with pesticides so like 25 people at this family event were all killed and i just i don't know how they died like was it slowly or did they bleed from the mouths did they slough up their intestine out of their mouth i got it i don't know it's gross what kind of poison killed joffrey do we know i'm sure it was uh some sort of dornish Essence of nightshade or something. Probably some snake poison, snake venom or something. Yeah. But that looked like he'd, um, his throat had just swollen shut. Yeah. Although maybe there uh, was blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we forget anything? Uh, let me take a look at my notes. Oh, I wondered how Gannicus would get help for Melita because how would he explain that he was in her room alone? So it'd be like, help. Ooh, wait. No, maybe. <laughs> Don't come in. Let me put my pants on. Yeah. Think of an excuse first. <laughs> Hold on. I got to wrap myself up again. <sighs> well, that didn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my only note I didn't mention was sometimes when they do like the slow-mo takedown during these gladiator scenes, I want to hear a KO. <laughs> because video games. Because video games. Yeah, I think that's everything for this one. Do we have any quotes? Robin. So many. Robin, go first. Uh, Yeah, I just love this language and I forget how good it is. And I put the subtitle. uh, I don't even know if forget how good it is is actually a a sentence. But um, I put on the subtitles just so I can read it. So uh, it's an ironic sentence. (laughs) <laughs> these words uh, i the good words <laughs> good words i know have the best words and uh i think quintus is like the swearing of this show because he always has the best lines so i'll just read one of the quintus quotes i have is uh i would sever cock from fucking body than to see her from my arms <laughs> he talks about cocks a lot cocks yeah. being severed Cocks being put in places. <laughs> See, I think I, I even came up with a a um a Quintus quote that doesn't actually exist, but I was reading in the next episode, uh, or I was writing my notes for the next episode, where I wrote, uh, "If I had lived in the Ludus, I would not be drinking wug- wine out of jugs. Give me an un- <laughs> unopened bottle. Let it not leave my sight, lest cock find purchase in your ass." And I'm like, "Well, that sounds like something." Quintus would write. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. I don't drinking. talk like that normally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Asher fucking Victor. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have another one. Does anybody else have another one? I have uh, others. Okay. I do not care for honey in my wine. It only serves to mask a bitter taste. No. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't uh, drink that wine. I'm drinking it's... wine right now, actually. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. It's a boxed wine. Mm-hmm. What a box. Had it in my fridge for three weeks. My other okay. Quintus quote is... You seek to tear heart from chest and seek gratitude. It no longer beats. Which is a nice tragic line. I have Lucretia. <laughs> Tell me, how many sons <laughs> sprang from your father's cock? <laughs> they just sprang just imagining, out. like, yippee! <laughs> Wee! We're free! Uh, the two whores are talking, and she says, friendship, you know, like, hey, I'm your friend. And the other one says, friendship is a privilege, one not deserving of a whore. <laughs> Deep burn, Diana. Yeah, I wrote that one down, too. <laughs> That's all. And I then Dagon says to Asher, now does your ass that is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, last one was enter me and do not cease until you have spilled the seed. Uh, uh, got one earlier. Has salt and spelt been scattered? And then I wrote, has Sally sold seashells by the seashore? <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about it. Like one of our my fun facts was like funeral customs and sprinkling salt or smoke or something around the home after someone died. I think that was something I wrote. So I didn't confirm that, but I, I'm pretty sure that was one of my historical facts. So it's it's always nice to see that appear in the in the show. Like they read Wikipedia, too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I should try really hard not to pull anything from Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure they hired consultants. Um, well, oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> there we are. Just, Get it. just loud noises in my ears all of a sudden. Um, so the second episode is The Bitter End. Do we do, like, uh, rankings? Oh, whoops. <laughs> it's been a while. Okay, who won the episode? Lucretia. No. I mean, she lost her friend. Well, not her friend, her slave. Um, Is this who won? Who won? won. Did anybody okay. win? Not really a show I where people win. guess Crixus, possibly. He became champion. He really won it. Even though he, you know, Gannicus threw the fight. The winner is Asher. Fucking Victor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it to Asher. I'm good with that. That is a win if I ever seen one. <laughs> I like. I, I'm a big fan of the guy. I mean, he's a sleaze ball, but yeah, <laughs> still See, like him. the way Dagon's eye was. What was left of his eye it looked like it was kind of like moving in there. Still, like, uh. <laughs> I feel bad for Asher because it seems like you know he's not as good of a fighter as the other guys. And whenever he's like, "Oh, I can even the playing field," like throw throw dust in their eyes, they're like, "That's not honorable." <laughs> well, fuck. Like, what can I do? Like, I'm not as big as you. I'm not as good as you. Like, let me, and now I can't even work with the tools I have? Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Who's the loser? I mean, Titus, definitely. Titus, Lolita. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he was old. And I wrote Animaeus, because, uh, is it Animaeus? Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, just because I just, his wife dies, and he has no idea what the circumstances were. And he never finds out, which is really shocking to me. I thought he would find out in the final episode. I'm wondering if that's like a season three, like, oh shit moment, you know, but I guess we'll wait to see. 
it's interesting they held that back, you know. Yeah. Well, you might say that Melita lost the most because she's the one who bled from the mouth. Oh, yeah. Melita lost worse than uh, Titus because she wasn't trying to start shit or <laughs> try to do horrible things to other people, you know? All she did was drink some wine, which is like a thing that everyone should do all the time. Except slaves, no. <laughs> everyone, every time, everyone all the time. <laughs> um, best slay. I don't know, Lucy, Lucretia slays. <laughs> yeah, she did. Oh, she gets my book. <laughs> I wrote Asher slaying Dagon's eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> best, Neither one will do, though. <laughs> uh, best lay. Uh, that deleted scene you mentioned? <laughs> yeah, the scene in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what a racist... Uh, my chest is hurting now. Uh-oh. That was just from laughing, sorry. <laughs> um, Matt wants to rate this. Yeah, this this wasn't the best episode, It was, but it was solid. I mean, characters got knocked off, but I mean, it did take like 50 minutes for some stuff to finally uh, pop off. So I'm just going to go seven and a half out of ten seeds to rival Jupiter's. <laughs> Um, I liked it a little bit more, um, but yeah, there was a lot of buildup, but I just, the end is like, was so shocking. I think it got me really excited to watch the next episode. Uh, so I'm going to say eight out of 10 antidotes for Iocane powder. Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I chuckled, but I didn't really get it. It's a, it's a poison that. And the Princess Bride, did they pick oh. up drinking? Oh, okay. I haven't seen the Princess Bride. So. Oh, all right. Okay, I you know, liked it too. I'll give it eight out of ten um, shattered eyeballs. <laughs> there was a fun featurette on the Blu rays. It was like uh, Anatomy of Gods of the Arena. And it was basically people getting like decapitated and stuff. And it'd be like, keep a good head on your shoulders and stuff like that. And like, by the way, the human head weighs this much or something. And they showed uh, Dagan getting his eye chopped. And it's like, keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> it's really stupid. But it was kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I can uh, like put it in the group. Yeah, yeah. So now we are on the second episode, The Bitter End. Originally aired February 25th, 2011. Directed by Rick Jacobson and written by Stephen S. DeKnight. This was the highest rated episode of the entire series. Wow. In terms of number of viewers. Wow. Wow. Seems weird to me. Yeah. Maybe they were hoping to catch a glimpse of, like, uh, Andy Woodfield or Andy, something. Andy, yeah. Oh, uh, I did like at the end how it segues into the season one finale. And, yeah. But we'll get there. There's a commentary by Stephen DeKnight, Rick Jacobson, and Peter Minsa, who plays Animaeus. <laughs> Rick Jacobson directed two episodes of Baywatch Nights. Did he? Which episodes? <laughs> Zargtha and Frozen Out of Time. Oh, those are good episodes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I've never seen the show. <laughs> I have a feeling I saw Zargtha, a werewolf. Anyway. You should do a Baywatch Baywatch Nights podcast. No, uh, it's it's kind of been done already. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Frozen at a time. It's the Frozen Vikings that come to. Oh, oh, that's a good one. 
I think I've seen that one. No, yeah, way. yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen the Xena one where she gets unfrozen in present day. Oh, what? I wonder if he directed the same one. I really need to watch Xena again. Because, yeah, anyway. This is Xena anyway. out of history, out of time of this. Is, anyway. <laughs> so, Melita in a box. So, like a tiny little, well, not that tiny, but still. It's just her ashes, right? They didn't just, like, cram her into the box. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, dis- uh, no respect. Well, for typically, though, they just throw them off the cliff. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did with Gaia, who they love so much. The she like, oh, God, take her, just take her wig and toss her overboard. <laughs> <laughs> and those were special circumstances. Not everybody yeah. gets the honor of being thrown off the side of the. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that uh, Titus. Was like smiling, and his 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 death, <laughs> like his his corpse was smiling. Oh. It was like a happy wake. Lucretia was happy. <laughs> Her hair was all. Yeah, she was happy. <laughs> so apparently, with this eight day period of mourning, you're like not allowed to like wash your hair or whatever, which is why Lucy Lawless had that hair. And there's supposed to be a scene oh, wow. where she was complaining about you know not being able to wash your hair. I guess you can't bathe or wash your hair or stuff like that, I guess. So it's like sitting Shiva. Yeah. Mm. And she should have tried to get pregnant during that time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Uh, One of my notes is Dagon is giving Asher the side eye, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my note of that is uh, like, yay, none of us are going to be sent to the mines. And like Asher's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm indeed shit now. <laughs> Gannicus is like, don't it? Yeah, Chris is wanted to know why Gannicus lost the fight. And he's like, shut the fuck up, dude. You won. <laughs> Lucretia is at the is panicking at the funeral because she keeps thinking that people are going to suspect her involvement in daddy's death. But then they're like, oh, but it could be the other guy, the other Weasley guy. Vidious. Yeah, they blame it on Tullius because it was his wine. Yeah. And Vidious yeah. shows up at the funeral. But, yeah. Just don't drink wine out of where you don't know where like where it came from. Like, yeah. That's why we safety seal containers, you know? <laughs> this is season three. Someone's going to invent the safety seal. It's coming. Um, well, actually, we didn't even have it. In this country, like mandated until all those people were killed by that tainted aspirin, nice. which was, and they never caught the person who did that, but they realized that hey, we have to put seals on things to prevent tampering. What if there was terrigen in the aspirin and everybody started developing inhuman powers? <laughs> um. <anyway. laughs> <laughs> so they, they, when they burn. You've been watching like a lot of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> I'm catching up. They get up when to you the get fish to the oil. Uh, end of season four, that's the, uh, that's the best they've done so far. Now, I just recently started taking fish oil every day, and then I saw <laughs> this, the part of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like, uh oh. Or maybe it's. You, you wouldn't want to get powers? Well, it depends on the powers, I guess. It depends yeah. on if the government's going to hunt me down for it. You don't want to end up like Ruth Nega and looking all porcupiney, or um, Blair Underwood, and <laughs> yeah, yep. 
when they burnt Titus, they um accidentally set the stage on fire. They set off the fire alarm and the stage <laughs> flooded, the sprinkler system flooded the stage. Nice. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> they had some Maybe kind somebody of should have checked if yeah, you could uh, light a yeah. fire in here. They had some kind of sensor system set up to like um I guess they said it must have been like a faulty sensor or something that didn't stop something before it got too bad. I don't know mm-hmm. all the details. Yeah, I, this is this is probably close to the kind of funeral that I'm going to want. Like, if I can be set fire and then just have a bunch of muscle-bound dudes, like, beat the shit out of each other I to agree. celebrate, to, uh, to honor me, that'd be cool. Wow. Then maybe somebody comes out in a wheelbarrow halfway through. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I am coming to your funeral, Robin. <laughs> it, I, I will take that literally. <laughs> <laughs> will you be coming in a wheelbarrow? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. So, um... <laughs> So Gannicus wants to go. He wants to be Sol so he can kill Tilius. Tullius. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, a sad I, sack. He's sad. This episode is so sad. I thought this would be interesting. Like, spend the episode with him, like, like working his way, getting closer to kill this guy. You know, not for really the reason that we want him dead, but you know, it makes it makes sense to. Gannicus, but they immediately were like, well, actually, you're going to be given to Vettius, and then you'd have to work your way through all these gladiators, and then you'd have to fight some of our gladiators, and that's going to be a whole big thing. Yeah, it's going to be too much work to get close to Tullius. Yeah. Cut, cut to next scene where they're all in an alleyway together for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't that hard at all. Yeah. So, it was, yeah, they got Salonius to help the scheme and there are some harsh words exchanged and we see the origin of Salonius and Badiatis's rivalry, I guess. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. was a dick to him, his ego. Yep. But Quintus is like, well, if we're not sure about Tullius actually being the one that kills my father, I think we should just kill everybody. Like I just want everybody to die that has ever wronged me. Yeah. In this alleyway, you see um, some of the people have, like, wet hair because they were supposed to add in CG rain later, but they never did. So the people are just wet for <laughs> no reason. Is that why Lucy Lawless had kind of unkept hair that looked like she had shower hair? Uh, no, not in earlier. Not in that scene? Earlier, earlier it was. Had. Yeah, it was because she wasn't allowed to wash her hair. Her hair actually looked natural and nice. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan of the power wig because it's so fake looking. I just like the red on her. Um. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm not a fan. So this alleyway, is that where they ambush? Um, Tullius and Vedius. Tullius? Yeah. Yeah. Just as they're dragging him down underneath and it, you know, it's obvious what's going to happen. They've opened up a hole in the wall and I just like, Okay, guys, uh, I got it. You really don't want me to take Gannicus. We're good. Keep Gannicus. <laughs> like this I'm whole good. season has been about the fact that somebody <laughs> wants Gannicus and by oh, doesn't want really like this gladiator. <laughs> they really like uh, Gannicus, and I couldn't figure out why. Because there was the scene earlier in this season where he fought bl- blindfolded. Blindfolded? Blindfeld? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> 
sorry. But I couldn't remember like why he's such a highly prized gladiator, but then we see him uh, make a move against Crixus, and it's like, oh yeah, he really is a good fighter. Then later on, and of course in the final final part, he's uh, really effective. Oh, also we skipped the whole thing where Navia gets her promotion, and it's just like she gets this tattoo, and, and then and then Lucretia's like, "You're gonna be the one by my side, and your maidenhood's going to be preserved until Crixus bangs you behind my back." <laughs> <laughs> I like well, I liked that whole "we're gonna protect you" yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh, well, I appreciate that. That was actually Leslie and Brant's real life tattoo. Chicks gotta <laughs> look out for each other. <laughs> you know, I watched the first episode of Lucifer, and she's in that. Yeah. So, yeah. When you said I, Lur- Lucifer and and she's in that, I thought you said Lucifer cheese. She's that. <laughs> she's that. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't worth it. She's in Lucifer. Yeah, I just uh, started watching that because, you know, Tom Welling's going to be on the show. Yes, yes. Gotta, gotta catch up. Uh, so I've really been enjoying her in it. She's she's really good. So who's in that? Uh, Navia. Who plays Navia. Yeah. What, what yeah. kind of character does she play? Uh, she's kind of, I've only seen two episodes so far. And, you know, it's like Lucifer on Earth and uh, and he's slowly being turned good to do good things. Uh, but she's like this like helper demon that's with him and is constantly telling him like, dude, get your balls back. Like <laughs> you're supposed to be the king of hell. What the hell? Uh, so yeah, she's good. She's like a bartender, like at the bar he goes to or he owns whatever. Yeah. But it, he's, yeah. she's clearly like his, yeah. his number one or number two. I don't know. <laughs> Who does number two work for? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what's the hierarchy in in hell? So you're, yeah, so they bury him. They put Tellius, Tullius, Tullius. <laughs> 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 they put him. They make him part. Not going to matter much more after this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we get a real big surprise in season three. <laughs> zombie, back. zombie Tullius. Yeah. Well, I wondered if Barca was going to get killed. And then we find out he's got a twin, and then they just call him Barca. <laughs> and it's kind of like on Star Trek Voyager when Harry Kim was killed, but they replaced him with the duplicate Harry Kim, and through the rest of the series, <laughs> that it's just is Harry Kim. probably my most hated moment in all of Star Trek. Like, it's not even the real <laughs> Harry Kim. That's the best thing ever. <sighs> I hate. That. I haven't watched. I haven't watched it. I'm gonna catch up with it eventually. Right now, I'm just finishing up TNG, and just the fact that there's two Will Rikers in the world makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. I really need to rewatch TNG. I was thinking the other day about how, you know, it's today it's hard to remember the names of any of the episodes of shows that I watch, but TNG, I could probably rattle off the name of, like, so many episodes in each season. And even Buffy, I remember a lot of the episode titles, the big yeah. shit ones at least. But mm-hmm. today, you know, I can remember a few some names of Game of Thrones episodes, but for the most part, they don't stand out. I've always been really good about remembering titles of TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing, you know, Smallville right now, and every single episode is just one word. One word. <laughs> so lazy. <laughs> it's actually probably hard creative. to keep that going for 10 seasons. You know, think of one word titles that yeah. stand out. 
Uh, I like a little creative titles. <laughs> they don't have to be Orphan Black level creative, but yeah. they can be a little find more a book, creative. Find a paragraph in a book that's interesting and make a whole season's title out of it. I'm reading yeah, a book that, about Seinfeld, and yeah, they talk yeah. about a lot of the episodes, like the contest and all that. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> you do the that, Friends one is, or the one where as good a show as Blindfeld. Call back to five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, um, that's the I'm show. rewatching TNG to keep pace with the uh, Greatest Generation podcast. And also, I'm watching Deep Space Nine because I know Matt and Mel are watching it for the first time, and so I'm watching ahead of them. And I'll be like, "Oh, I can't wait till they get to this episode or that episode." Oh, it's great! I was watching TNG with Mission Log, and I still am. But um, now the Greatest Generation is like past them. Um, now I'm able to actually listen to both at the you know on the same week. I'm a little behind on Greatest I'm Generation sh- going. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't. I've never listened to Mission Log, but. I mean, Greatest Generation is comedy. Yeah, I think it's great. Then they are a a uh, dissection of the of the actual show. Exactly. Just, it's 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 it's. I think it's the way to enjoy a show if you can yeah. is get one podcast that's just a straight discussion, and then another podcast that's just like a joke fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is super funny though, and they're going to be doing yeah. Deep Space Nine. I just don't know how because I don't feel like Deep Space Nine is lends itself to that kind of humor. Like I feel like a lot of the humor from TNG can be derived from its kind of ridiculousness and kind of, <laughs> well, I can't wait till they just keep start calling the space station, like uh, deep space, Nan, just to annoy people. Like, Oh, it's the one bit of humor. Like I like puns, but when people are just calling things, the wrong name for the, just to be funny. I mean, the entrepreneur, the, oh, the entrepreneur. Do you know why they no. call it the entrepreneur? I'm assuming it's kind of like they're spreading the values of the Federation across the galaxy or something. No, it's because um, Ben's wife, who doesn't know anything about Star Trek, he asked her to explain it to him. And she's like, well, they're on that ship called the entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're like, so they started. <clears throat> that. That's well, why. they got to realize, like, you know, when people unless they expect everybody to start off at the beginning of the podcast with them. <laughs> that maybe they're not going to I think that's why they explain the in-jokes every once in a while. Well, I think that's why they have the wiki. Oh, they have a wiki? Oh, I should really bookmark that. Anyway, so anyway, podcast. Anyway, another podcast. So, <laughs> so, this is, yeah. so Salonius ends up convincing Vettius to claim that Tullius went somewhere. Here are all these people. <laughs> um but what we don't know is Salonius has his own schemes in mind. Yes. Salonius getting the last laugh here. Yeah. So when it comes time for the opening of the arena, turns out that Vettius has sold all his men to Salonius. Salonius has the most of anyone in that area. And Quintus says, friendship over. Sorry if I stole anybody's quote. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Diona is sacrificed here. And just so you know, I was watching this show on my laptop, just taking some notes, you know, and the kids were watching cartoons and they were nowhere near me. Suddenly, as uh, as uh, right after Diona gets uh, a blade shoved through her and blood explodes and she falls to the ground, 
I realized my three-year-old <laughs> was right next to me, and she's like, "Is she dead?" And I was like, "Oh no, she's fine." <laughs> <laughs> so I had to explain to her, I'm "Like everything's oh. okay. It was just a TV show. Oh. That yeah. girl's fine. <laughs> she's fine." Yeah. I said something like she spilled her drink or something. She spilled her drink. <laughs> spilled her drink on the floor of the Coliseum. Just ran everywhere. So I've been on high alert to like hear if there was any any nightmares ever since, but there hasn't been. I think she just forgot about it. Hopefully, I'm always amazed that people at the other end of the arena can hear the uh, the people talking on the other mm-hmm. side. Like it seems like such a big place, but the acoustics must be like really good. Or they have Superman hearing. <laughs> and when the, I don't know her name, the horror who gets killed is... Diona. Diona? Yeah. She and Navia are making, like, really subtle facial expressions at each other. Smiling, nodding, like, okay, I understand. Like, okay, you know. And yeah. you're like, how can they even see each other from such a distance? Yeah. <laughs> they can see each other and hear each other. It's Super really incredible. Vision. I wrote down in my notes, titties with like five exclamation points. There was a chat. There's one part where they cut to this crowd and there's this dude just like banging away really hard. at <laughs> These girls are just like really into the fact that there's fighting going on, like really yeah. into it. <laughs> think about the flaming net. I love the flaming net. <laughs> that, was oh, awesome. that was so cool. <laughs> You know, I had this whole thing in my notes where I was making fun of it. I was like, I got my sword. I got two swords. I've got a spear and a shield. I've got a net. And then all of a sudden, like like three lines later, I wrote, oh, that's a good use for the net. That was awesome. I mean, he lost his net, though. Yeah, I have to get another yeah. one. But that was really a pretty cool move. Uh-huh. Also, it's the weekend of uh, Matt watching people get set on fire because I was just watching Grey's Anatomy and there was a character in there who got set on fire. <laughs> I don't know if I Arrow. was paying attention, but I didn't get the part that... I don't, yeah, I watch all they, kinds of shows. Did they explain <laughs> that if you fall out of the ring, then you're eliminated or not? Yeah. Okay. I must not have heard that. Yeah, and the guy with the net was like, oh, damn it. But if you like, <laughs> for me, I'd be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tripped. <laughs> like, uh, whoops, I slipped on this body. Yeah, as soon as they started the fire, I wrote, note I wrote, better my, take uh, the f- Oh, uh, well, when they started the fire, I wrote, better take off the feathers and furs, boys. <laughs> it was uh, it was a fun uh, battle scene. I got to say, the fight choreography on the show is really excellent. Yeah. They were talking about that on the commentary, how this took so... It would have been a lot worse, but the actors spent a lot of time on weekends learning the choreography for this, so when it came time to film, you know, things went pretty smoothly. And it was cool because, you know, like, we're taking down all these other unnamed gladiators. Who cares about them? And it's cool to see them getting slayed, like, left and right. Yeah. Um... But then there's also these like personal battles that are happening, and, you know, and then people are being taken out, and Salonius is like, "Oh wow, they're fighting each other." <laughs> That's funny. People are crazy. It's a whole big thing. They're frenemies. <laughs> yeah. And you know, uh, Asher killed. You know, he cheated. Well, he didn't, you know, didn't cheat, but you know, he killed Dagon. 
Mm-hmm. And then he's like, come on, um, Crixus, let's go together and kill Ganicus. <laughs> <laughs> and then out of nowhere, it's the compound fracture and a burning. I didn't even realize, like, oh, he gets burned pretty bad, too. Yeah. But, God, it's just Crixus Prime in here. Like, uh, you know, he's – like, at the beginning of the site, he's so pumped. He's just like, yeah, Lamicus, I'm going to take your ass down, too. <laughs> well, they called him Ganicus, but – I call him Lamicus. You call him what? Lamicus. Lamicus? Yep. Because he's lame. Well, that was really clever. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not your best work, Rob. I'm oh, sorry. Um, in the balcony, watching the goings-on, Jared from Silicon Valley reappears. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and uh, that, that sleazeball who raped Diona... She gets uh, killed and he just laughs and laughs. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen, that whore getting killed. Uh, that ho- I mean, that whore spilling her drink. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's how I said it. I was like, no, honey, that whore spilled her drink. <laughs> that horse. <laughs> A horse spilled her drink. Uh, <laughs> I, if he's in, I can't remember if he's in season three or not. Who? The, oh, that? Yeah, the creepo guy. Guy liner? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he was gross. Uh, when Ganicus, after he goes airborne, he uses one of the bodies on the ground as a shield against that other guy's spear. I thought yeah, that was really cool. that was neat. They were yeah. talking about that on the commentary. They all really liked that. That big guy that Ganicus beats at the end. He's fighting at the end. That guy was a, like a mortgage guy. So they couldn't That's- remember how he ended up on the show, but he's like, you know, if you need to buy a house, you go. See, no. <laughs> I love it. New Zealand is such a small place. Yeah. Maybe somebody, maybe he got somebody alone for their house and they put him on the show because of that. That's my fantasy. <laughs> That's my, that is so that's funny. Story. Uh, the spearhead in the mouth, though, at the end, that was pretty oh, gross. <laughs> was like, man, I won. <laughs> he looked surprised. <laughs> Yeah, that victory sequence went on a little longer. I was waiting for like the other shoe to drop. Like suddenly, Crixus throws a spear into him or something, <laughs> or uh, the tr- the floor opens up, tigers come out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Salonius gets the final. I mean, we kind of glossed over it, but the guy got his spear in his mouth, but then his whole jaw was ripped apart off of his face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Pretty gross. I'd say it's the grossest thing on the show so far. And the expression on Lucretia's face, I don't know. I think she was like partially disgusted, but partially kind of like, fuck, that's awesome, or something like that. <laughs> Just breathless. Yeah. Actually, you know what would have been a really badass thing? What really would have been uh, probably not be able to pull off, and also would have been terrible for continuity's sake, but just, you know, the gate opens and Spartacus walks out <laughs> finishes Ganicus off <laughs> we've this got a my show <laughs> season three the time travel season <laughs> I thought that this the spear guy was going to get ensnared in his own net I was very surprised that he made it out okay isn't he in season one so remember one of my notes is Asher got one exclamation point <laughs> <laughs> fucking Victor <laughs> oh, not really. Not this time. <laughs> but Salodius screwed over Badiatis one more time. <laughs> like, wouldn't it be great if you gave Ganicus his freedom? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So during the liberation sequence, I got so irritated. I was like, oh, just fucking drop the scowl, Quintus. Like, get over yourself. Like, this guy, this guy totally earned it. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's done. It's, and he's just like, can't just be happy for the guy, you know? It's all about his hatred for Salonius, I think. Um, some money walking out the door there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But if not for Blondie, he would never, you know, get to kill. Yeah. <sighs> and then Asher kind of hobbles out. <laughs> Asher hobbles out. And it's like, oh, tears in his eyes. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Give him some milk of the poppy. <laughs> um, at the way Gannicus is leaving and looking over the city, he turns around and looks at everybody. It reminded me of Frodo and Lord of the Rings so much. <laughs> I was waiting for him to go. And just so you know, I totally banged your wife. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Zoinks. Ding. And, and I think the one of the best parts is uh like hey we need to preserve continuity so i will not hear that word gannicus in my house again I yeah. Mention him. yeah that, that was, was so that was great <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny so i'm imagining gannicus he gets his first taste of freedom but then he's like god i don't know what to do with myself like i've i've been a slave all my life and everyone treats me differently and i don't know i'm just i'm despondent and I'm at, you know, so he, he moves into an apartment that was uh, inhabited by former slaves and he just hangs himself, but not before writing Gannicus was here, like above on the <laughs> <laughs> the roof. <laughs> they, set, uh, they set on the long way, long way to go for a Shawshank Redemption joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> So they try to be pretty vague about how um, much time passed between the prequel season and the beginning of season one, but they said in their minds it's at least five years. Wow. Which seems like a lot, but I don't know. Mm. But again, I like how it, at the very end, it shows the finale of season one. Like, yeah. Just so you guys yeah. remember, this is where we're going to pick up when we, when we resume the show. In a year's time. Yeah, they did all that, and look where they are now. <laughs> what a waste. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, do we have yep. any quotes, or did we miss anything? Um, Just, oh, I really like the music on this show. Yeah. When the uh, guy got his uh, spear in his mouth and his jaw ripped apart, and the soundtrack was going, Gloria! Gloria! <laughs> 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 but I do legitimately like the music on this show. A lot of the times Makes an impression on me. It's a training montage to let's get physical. <laughs> it's really great. Oh, and if and if you're a freed slave and you get like recaptured, can you be enslaved again? Or will people be like, no, that's like double jeopardy. You can't re-enslave somebody who's been set free. Like, that's yeah, no good. As long as he has that sort thing, I guess he's not supposed to be. Wow, these guys enslaved. are such like assholes. Like, I don't see them actually writing a law that says. Oh yeah, yeah. Once they're freed, we can't possibly enslave them again. <laughs> There's no way for the for us to fuck them again. They got they're constantly looking for ways to make shit bad for them. Anyway. <laughs> so quotes, 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 quotes. Um, shall I go first again? <laughs> sure. Yes. 
return desire to piss and shit and see yourself well satisfied. I don't even know what scene that was from. <laughs> that could be any scene. I know that could be any scene. He always talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always like eating shit or standing in shit and cocks and asses. And <laughs> You're very yeah, I have another shit. quote after that, but I'll hold on to it just in case uh, you guys want to mention it. <laughs> my, my quote is only because of, uh, the image that it conjures up in my mind is really funny. I wish to stand before Tullius and have his fucking life. You would have better chance flinging yourself from the cliff and praying to land upon him. And I just wanted to see <laughs> Tullius walking down the street and flung. <laughs> oh, I missed. Uh, my only quote is this arena was your life had to its foundations. Ah. All right. So the one I didn't mention was good. Salonius forever bowing and scraping in the shit of his betters. Is it no one? Is it any wonder? No woman would have you. That was so cold. <sighs> Your mom had me last night. Oh, yeah. oh snap. <laughs> uh, any more quotes? Mine just says who stands cunt now. I don't know who. Said that. <laughs> again, any scene. Right. Say that again. <laughs> Who stands cunt now? Oh, who said that? It was... Oh, it must be when Asher killed Dagon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Who is the winner? Ganicus. Gotta be Ganicus, right? (laughs) He won. And the loser... Asher. Asher. I mean, you could probably make a case that um, Blondie won. Because he got all the slaves. And now he has the... Salonius. Salonius. Yeah, well, Gannick has got his freedom. Yeah. Uh, loser. Asher. Crixus because he got a haircut, finally. Crixus, yeah. <laughs> Losers. Dagon yeah, lost so many, pretty bad. Yeah. There's so many people that are, like, dead that are like, yeah, that's a loser. The guy but, that got his face ripped off, his head ripped off. Oh. Diona. Diona. I'm going to say Diona. There's a Diana. Diana. She got a taste of freedom, but she got captured. Should have been more careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best slay. Yeah. I mean, I wrote at first the super stab and entombment of Tullius because I love I love a good entombment, but also the spear in the mouth. And I, <laughs> I wrote the spear in the mouth that turns that guy into the predator. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's any different ones. I think uh, entombing somebody is pretty vile and awful, but at least they stabbed him a couple times, right? So he's probably going to bleed out before he starves. Yeah. But when he was standing in there, he looked kind of a, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, he's fucked. Yes. Yeah, his bones are going to be in there. His body. I guess they're not supposed to speak of the name Tilius Tellius ever again either. Every time you go down there, it's like, is there a smell down here? Maybe some freshness air. It's like somebody died in down here. <laughs> <laughs> Best delay. Low. That couple Anybody? banging away in the audience. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody else had sex. Yeah. Mm. This was not a sexy episode. Pretty sexless, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Robin. 
Nine out of ten uses for a net. An excellent finale. Um, I think not not as uh, like at the end of season one, I was like, yeah, fucking just kill them all. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of this, I was like, yeah, like this is a freaking awesome arena fight. And, you know, this character I don't really give a shit about is getting his freedom. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> so it wasn't like 10 out of 10, but it's close. It's really good. So 9 out of 10 uses for a net. Mm, nice. <laughs> I thought this was solid. It was not as exciting as the season one finale. I liked some of the, the like the uh, let's never talk about Gannicus in this house again. Like, <laughs> like that's really clever writing. Um, the arena fight was amazing. The effects were so good. They they just do a really great job with the fight choreography and the editing. Not easy things to pull off. So you you know they might have a skimpy budget when it comes to things like the sets, but they do make the fight scenes very, really visceral. So that was really fun and uh, pretty good. end to Tullius and all of that. I'm just, I'm sad about uh, the horror. Fiona. Fiona. Fiona Apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I liked Gannicus getting his freedom. Like I didn't expect that. I don't know what I expected for his character. He kind of felt like a side character for a lot of this season so i mm. i'm looking forward to seeing how they reintroduce him into the show i'll give it nine out of ten phantom tullius's <laughs> phantom <laughs> tullius's um yeah i like the episode too i like it was a good conclusion the fights were great i like the way they tied it into season one and showed us how a lot of things got started so i'll give it um Nine out of ten men turned into predators. <laughs> so yeah, that's our season. Who was Ooh. our? No one stood out as winner, but Melita seems to have lost the most <laughs> most times. What's that? Uh, there's no one who won more than the others, but Melita lost more than the others. Oh, nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> As far as best slay, I guess Gannic. There are three episodes where we didn't pick a best slay, <laughs> but oh, wow. Gannicus was involved in two, and Lucretia won. As far as best lay, there are two episodes that had three ways between Badiatis, Lucretia, and Gaia. So. <laughs> oh yeah, those were those were those were good. Yeah, <laughs> those were uh, memorable. This just had the best orgy, I thought. Yeah, in episode four. Mm. And as far as overall rating, it was slightly below season one. Like yeah, because season one took some time to build up. And then it screwed. Yeah. Just two tenths of a point below. Yeah, so that's season two or prequel season. Because technically they <laughs> consider next season season two. Yeah. It's yeah. confusing. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I, I it, it's kind of nice to have this prequel season happen. You kind of see a different person in the Spartacus protagonist role in season two with Gannicus. Like, who's this douche at the beginning? And by the end, you're sort of rooting for him. <laughs> um, it, so it kind of prepares for me to have a different face playing actual Spartacus in the next season. And I'm really excited to see, you know, after that, after that finale, like, holy shit. Like, what's next? Killed everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this season. Will he 
Will we learn to like Crixus? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I liked I liked Spartacus and Crixus becoming buddies at the end. Uh, so hopefully he has the same kind of, I don't know, I guess chemistry with this new guy. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Liam McIntyre. Uh, you guys are going to start cranking him out, right? So we can... Continue watching every once because, a day. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's called <laughs> Vengeance. The next season is called Vengeance. But I don't know. We should watch that movie that Andy that they made about Andy Whitfield. Soon. <sighs> yeah. I also want to watch that Bian- Bianca Lawson. That's not who it is. That's that's somebody <laughs> Katrina else. Law. Katrina. No, that's not her uh, either. Yeah. <laughs> who who plays um. So terrible with names right now. I'm gonna just go to the IMDb right now. Bianca Lawson, is that Kendra? Oh, Bianca. <laughs> yes, Viva Bianca. Close enough, uh, right? Uh, Turning into my mother. I can't remember any <laughs> names of actors. I'm having trouble remembering stuff too. Viva lately. Bianca. Yeah. Um, I want to watch that like Hallmark movie she's in. <laughs> okay, let's do that next time. <laughs> the Prince for Christmas. <laughs> the Prince for Christmas. Okay. We'll watch that, and we'll watch the documentary. Okay. <laughs> then we'll start season two. A Prince for Christmas 2000. Oh, yes. Awesome. <laughs> I just sort of spoiled myself. But that's okay. <laughs> Do you need a paper towel or something? You almost, want, you almost want to ask me what I spoiled myself on. I don't know if yeah. you want to say it. Yeah, just <laughs> tell me. Okay, I mean, if you really need to edit it out, well, it is right here, but um, I'm just happy to see Alithia is coming back. Yeah, yeah, she survived, so. So, yeah, yeah. Her and her, she had, she had a memorable dress, right? That's what, the, what was going on with her last? Memorable <laughs> dress? So, some reason I'm thinking of a dress. <laughs> okay. Uh, it might just be my own perverse mind for some reason. Yeah. Bookmarked that. And I was like, oh yeah, the dress. She shut the door. She was wearing a sparkly dress. And I don't know why I'm. I don't, oh, I don't remember the dress. Sorry to all your listeners who have to <laughs> deal, deal with that. We don't have listeners. Uh, okay. Not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Sorry to have. me who's people, listening people to this. People join our Facebook group, and I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> um, okay, right, well, then. that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.